Hello and welcome to episode five, I think, of the newly rebooted Nintendo News Report. I am Donald Terriel. Uh, Alex is on assignment this week, uh, doing a whole lot, so uh, I'll be sitting in tonight. And I might still have a job with, here at NWR when this is all over. We don't know. Uh, oh, the man, the man like who was GameCube man. Well, <laughs> that that voice you heard with a sword of Damocles over my head is our site director <laughs> Neil Monahan. Hi, everybody. Go pack, go. This might be my last week of being able to say that this year with uh, with a hope for the future. And uh, joining us with a new setup, and it took a little bit of finagling, so apologies for being late tonight, uh, Mr. Zach Miller. If it's a technical glitch, it's my fault. Yeah, we're trying we're trying something new tonight. It involves a surface, and apparently these are good podcasting rigs, but who knows? We're going to find out. Yeah. Hey, if it's good enough for Johnny, but... Anyway, so so a little bit of newsy things here to, just to kick us off. Uh, of course, the there was a bunch of Switch rumors that came out this week. Uh, three big ones in, in total in relative order of importance. Uh, you've got the the possibility that the, the system will be running more powerfully when it's docked because it'll be drawing power via USB in, while it's in the dock. The allegation or, or i guess rumor that from software has dark souls 3 running on the system with the possibility of a full trilogy release if it comes to it and then later that day uh we first heard from uh, liam robertson the unseen 64 contributor and later backed up by Eurogamer that gamecube games would be coming to virtual console along with more of a focus and possibly the a similar upgrade program to what we saw on the, going from wii to wii u and I think there was another rumor that kind of, I think it also came from Liam, uh, about uh, Smash Brothers adding new characters, but not that many. Uh, yeah, you're probably... The number that he said was two. Um, I don't... I think he was the only person I saw talking about that. That, that could just be... Would technically adding the Ice Climbers only be two? <laughs> I think, I mean, I think technically if you're adding the Ice Climbers, that would be one. It's two if you want to be an asshole about it. So maybe that's what Liam was in. No, I like I like him. He's a good guy. Um, yeah, and he's had some. He's got some pretty good sources too, especially around the whole Devil's Third kerfuffle last year. Yeah, no, like I mean, I, I I've talked to Liam about things before, and uh, not always a one hundred percent certain track record, but no one really has that. So I think if you're looking for someone with a spotless track record, you're looking at someone who rarely speaks up. Um, so yeah, but as far as uh, I guess speaking specifically to like Smash Brothers on Switch, um, I I haven't heard too much in the realm of specifics, but I think like it being kind of a a mashup of the Wii U and the 3DS version seems very likely, and I think we will yeah, see new characters. I just the 3DS version in there. What? Just get Smash Run in there. I'll be happy. Maybe don't don't eat Zach. <laughs> you must starve. Yeah, I mean, if they're <laughs> if they're adding all the if they're giving all the modes to this game that are on 3ds and Wii U, maybe add in your your ice climbers because hey, you can finally do that now. And yeah. the maybe wolf. And I think wolf inklings if they really want to get yeah. wacky, but I don't. They would because yeah, Inklings, Inklings is one of those things that there were a lot of people swearing by that. I never really bought into the Inklings and Smash hype, uh, but you know, I mean, it makes sense. Like, I mean, there's a lot of routes that could go for that extra character. It could be, you know, like like Wolf, a left out character from before, uh, like Ice Climbers, the same way, or it could be something new. And I think if it is something new, like you do Inklings, that just makes sense. Yeah, because I mean. Splatoon's like the best-selling console game of this generation, even post Final Fantasy 15. So, at least in Japan, I mean, not not worldwide, clearly, but definitely yeah. in Japan. That, that if they want to appeal, they you want to you want to play Smash Brothers with the Inklings. Here you go, go buy a Switch. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think that I mean going back to the rumors that you actually had prepared, but I think the Smash Brothers, the Smash Brothers Switch, I think that's a little farther off. Like, I think we'll see Mario Kart and Splatoon. Wii U ports to Switch before we'll see Smash Brothers. Interesting, yeah. um, but that's more that's that's more speculation on my part from what I like the the I guess the concrete stuff I've heard about each game. 
Yeah, and I mean, because we got word like last year that they were working on a Smash Brothers game for the NX at the time. At least Namco Bandai yeah. was, and I, I could see it taking a year to balance uh, two new characters. I mean, that's also saying that they're like going full board development into it, which we we have no idea. Like yeah. they could have started working on it, and maybe it started and stopped. Maybe they only had a small team working on it. Like we really don't know. Because I, I would imagine it's not like they're gonna like throw like I don't even know how big the Smash Wii U 3DS team was, but like that whole team ain't working on a Smash Switch port. Like that's a that's a small team. No. Yeah, like, Nam- I would Nam- I would Nam- not Nam- be surprised if Sakurai. I I I think Sakurai might be like a producer on it, but I would assume it's probably the some of the guys that. Um, at Bandai that, that worked on it with them are probably the, the leads on this, this version. Yeah. And, and then that gives them an excuse to sell a bunch of new Amiibo as well. You know, cloud core and Bayonetta and yeah. the two new characters. Cause I think the smash brothers Amiibo have been the only consistent sellers. I'm curious to see how those Zelda Amiibo will do that came out last week. I have them. I, they're, they're not, not nearby, unfortunately, but they look really oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Wind Waker ones. They look really nice. good. Yeah. 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 I got I got a set of the Wind Waker ones to give as a Christmas present. So can't open them, but they they do look nice. And we found yeah. out the Breath of the Wild functionality is minor, but it's still fun. <laughs> minor is one way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice way of saying that. So the other rumors, uh, I haven't heard anything about this Dark Souls business, but I'd probably like someone could have hit me in the face with that. I. It's not that I. It's not that I dislike Dark Souls. I just don't think those games are for me. Same. Um, that's it, it, not a personal game. You're just not what I want to play. I tried to play Bloodborne. So, I really but did. But From Software is listed as a, a... They were listed as a Switch developer during the reveal. So like yep. this, is, this is a highly logical rumor. Whether or not it has yeah. merit, well, time will tell. Yeah, I mean, could we? I I thought initially it'd be whatever their new Armored Core game is, but you know, a Souls re-release would make sense, especially with that rumor that it could be a trilogy if there's enough demand for it. Yeah. And honestly, anything that's RPG-like, that would play really well in a handheld. So. Yeah, I was gonna on. say if I if I'm ever gonna play a Dark Souls game, it would be on Switch. Yeah, that's that's pretty much me and Skyrim's like. I, I won't. I won't play this normally. But if it's on, if it's on the Switch, I'll give it a shot. Hmm. We had, uh, Lydia Washington in the chat just asked any news for the price of the Switch. Um, I don't know anything Last. specific, but I I would buy heavily into Laura Kate Dale's report on uh what what was it that uh two fifty for like three hundred or something is that it? Yeah, and. And one of the other rumors they talked about was the uh, that was brought up this week was that they want to sell additional docks so that you can just plug ha- plug it into any dock in your house. Dude, I love that. And yeah, they had uh, the report on, on the event, the event happening uh, right around the Switch event on the, the one that's on January thirteenth in New York. I think there's one in Europe at the same time. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of small events across the country, uh, and then more small events. And part of the reason why they're going to be smaller is that. Uh, they are going to have it so like there's going to be couches and TVs and docks and you can go up and play a game demo and pick it up and go like sitting on the couch, play the game, go to another TV, drop it in there and they're apparently going to have smaller events because like they don't want to have to keep track of like a bajillion switches. They want to have better security on that, which makes sense. Not even mad. That's just logical. Because even if somebody was to take one of those things out of the event, well, they'd probably get slapped by security. But yeah. uh, it's kind of hard to charge the thing if there's no do- if you don't have the dock. <laughs> well, if it's a common USB, then uh, yeah, and which we, ties yeah. into that other rumor. Yeah. yeah, where they where they showed uh, not only that the uh, let's play video games report that there would be extra power when it's plugged in because it's able to run everything through USB, but also the Australian version the australian eb games website was listing usb-c accessories for it which means yeah if i get a charger for my phone for christmas i could plug that into a switch oh that's cool yeah so instant power no matter where i am (laughs) i just have to make make sure i get one with really high capacity because running a video game system off that is going to kill that thing in seconds (laughs) (laughs) 
I do. I mean, I've I've heard similar. I remember, I remember hearing something, and it was I think like right before the reveal. Um, hearing the idea of like that there was going to be a dock, there was going to be the tablet controller, and there was going to be like a booster that you would either like hook up to the dock or hook up to the tablet, and it would it would be a bigger drain on battery, but it would like give give more of a graphical boost. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was that was right or if like that's coming later or something. I don't know. Like it could be like an expansion pack down the line for all I know. But I mean, yeah. it does seem it does seem like while it might not be like night and day, like I think there's going to be ways to to kind of power the system stronger than the base model if you really want to. Yeah, or even they could sell like a a pro model down down the road a couple yeah. Of years. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's that that seems to be the model that video games are going. I mean, if you look at the PS4 and the PS4 Pro, and we actually got some comments. I think it was was it from Shu Yoshida from Sony talking about how like they're very happy with PS4 Pro sales so far. I mean, that's if if the PS4 Pro is a success with what I would say like a hack job of marketing from from Sony, where like they had that event in September and then basically crickets. Um. Okay. Like if, if the PS4 Pro is success, that either means that yeah, people are willing to do these like kind of pointless upgrades. I mean, not not saying not saying 4K TVs, not a pointless up to to me. It, uh, to me, I have zero interest in the PS4 Pro. It's just not like I don't have a TV for it. I don't want to have a TV for it for a while. If I did have a TV for it, I still don't know if I'd care. Um, but if it's going to sell well, then that means that there's an appetite for that. And I guess what we'll probably find out with the Scorpio, whatever the hell Nintendo plans to do post Switch is whether or not that was just because the PS4 is very popular or if people want to get those incremental upgrades. I mean, to be fair, we know better than anyone that half-step up, half yeah. upgrades are And popular. I mean, yeah, and for 3DS, that worked. Like, if you look at, I mean, if you look at how 3, 3DS sales were in the, in the toilet and the new 3DS, it wasn't a long-lasting bump, but, like, it was a couple months where sales were a lot better than they were before. Um. And if you if you do that better, like I would say, new 3ds basically like almost revived a dead system. <laughs> yeah, and we'll talk about the thing that probably actually did revive it one more time later on. But yeah, yeah. but the that that final rumor, the GameCube Virtual Console. Admittedly, I don't like. I, I'm not a big fan of some of some of the games that really get emphasized when people talk about what they want on GameCube Virtual Console. But honestly, well, let's look. I think didn't, that, didn't the, the rumor listed specific games, did it not? It listed Luigi's Mansion, Smash Melee, and Sunshine. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing was and, mentioned and, too. Yeah. And so, hey, so, Animal so Crossing, let's, let's, focus, let's focus for the discussion, for the matters of this, so that we don't get into a GameCube Holy War. Let's focus on the four games that were linked to this, to this rumor. So, so the, it's melee, and, melee, Animal Crossing, Sunshine, and Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, Which, and Animal Crossing, I'm, I'm wondering if that's going to have some content taken out because that's well, okay. So, like two weeks ago, heard heard from a source, made some comment about how, oh yeah, like GameCube Virtual Console, that's a thing. Um, they're like melees, like the game that they're working really hard to get out. That'll probably be one of the first ones out. Get exactly what the other games are. I know Luigi's Mansion was mentioned. I'm not sure that's mentioned. And part of the thing with Animal Crossing that was directly called out by this source, NES games would be playable inside of the virtual console version of Animal Crossing. Okay. Which, when the Eurogamer report came out, they had that exact same description of like those games like the NES games would be playable in the GameCube version. They listed pretty much the similar games. Um I actually went back to that source today and was like, hey, were were you a part of like vetting or like confirming or sourcing that Eurogamer story? And and I was told no. Which honestly to me makes me lends more credence to this Eurogamer story because it was like I heard almost the exact same thing to like weird details, even a NERD doing the emulation. That was that was something that I heard too. And and Eurogamer's story was exactly what I heard. So, say so yeah, I, I think we're getting GameCube Virtual Console. I don't know if it'll be okay. there at launch. I think it'll be mentioned on January twelfth, though. 
Yeah. And I could, I'm wondering, so are we looking at about what, 15 US for these games then? Or 20, <sighs> 20 for me? Because it would fit nicely in between where N64 games are and what they charge for Wii games now. Yeah, yeah, because N64 were 10 and, and Wii games are 20. Wii, Wii games aren't variable, right? They're all 20 across the board. Uh, yeah, they're 20 or, well, the, the only variable pricing they have is in Canada. Okay. But for you guys, yeah, it's nineteen ninety nine for everything. Yeah, no, I think fourteen ninety nine for GameCube games. I mean, I, I think there's some games that that like, I I I I wouldn't scoff too much at fifteen bucks for Luigi's Mansion. I definitely totally understand if other people do. Um, but I think like fifteen bucks for Melee, like yeah, yeah. I I don't tell Nintendo. I'd give them like thirty for Melee. That sounds great. Like. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah. The last time we told Nintendo anything about pricing, we got a two hundred and fifty dollars three DS. So yeah. let's not. And we got Earthbound for two dollars more. Yeah. Uh, but no, no, I mean, like, I, I, I mean, you know, rumors and discussion and everything, you know, that things can go awry. I mean, we're getting to a point where any kind of solid rumor, I mean, it's probably not going to change too much. We're a month away from them revealing everything. Hopefully, I hope they reveal everything. I hope they don't just go up there and they'll be like, here's a new Mario game. We'll talk to y'all next month. Like, I'll be very confused. <laughs> I, think a, I think a lot of people are going to be very confused. <laughs> Although, I, 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 like, I, we're going to tell you guys about Pokemon Stars coming to 3DS next year. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and I, I can go pre-order a Switch right now, but I would really like to know what, you know, how much I'm going to have to lay down when I do that in January. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually, when I was picking up the Wind Waker 2-pack at a GameStop, I started talking to, I mean, not that, like, random store manager at GameStop knows everything, but I asked him, like, ah, Switch pre-orders. He's like, they're going to open up on right after that event. <laughs> like, we haven't heard anything specific other than, like, get ready for those days. Yeah, and just just to let everyone know, uh, Zach's having some technical difficulties again, so he's he's dropped out, sadly. <laughs> Thank you, Zach, for coming. Uh, we'll try again next week, maybe. But, uh, and he's trying again right now. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes. You're back. Yeah, I have to start Audacity over again. That's fine. We're live. I haven't, I haven't said anything. <laughs> So it's all good. Sorry, okay. Alec. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> now I'm recording. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, so Zach, where where do you stand on the on what they've showed or what has been rumored so far for the GameCube VC, which is basically Luigi's Mansion, Smash, uh, Mario Sunshine, and Animal Crossing. Um, I would play all those games except Animal Crossing because I have the most recent Animal Crossing and why would you go back to previous versions of it? And I would also pay $15 for all those games. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, 15 bucks would get you a bunch of NES games if there was a way to easily unlock them all. <laughs> well, I'd probably have those all on Virtual Console. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, but uh, the, mo the one I'm most excited about is Luigi's Mansion because I never played the original. I like yeah. I like the original a lot. I like the sequel a lot, so I'm imagining I'd like the original. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I I find it I would find it hard to go back to Smash Melee simply because we're going to have a new version of Smash Brothers on the at least possibly two versions of Smash Brothers on the Switch, and yeah. even then, I could just you know the Wii U version's still right there and it's got way more content. But I mean, yeah. I feel like. But there's like a community for Smash Brothers Melee, and I can definitely like, I would probably play both. Mm. Like for for me, I mean, I think it's the same thing like offering like an old Mario Kart game on on Virtual Console. I just think with Smash Brothers, because of how like those games have kind of built on each other more. Yeah, but like I think I mean I think Melee is is a different game than Smash Wii U. Melee is a different game than Brawl. Yeah, and it, it does have that. Like, I think I think releasing Melee on Switch, especially, and, and if you do a very good job emulating it, and like it can be used for tournaments and stuff, like that's that's brilliant, because that's a way of like leveraging an old game, in a way that, you know, would would get a, a, a an active community on a game that you're not making any money off of now, you would be able to make money off of that community. Yeah. 
Would the Switch be powerful enough to run that game as people remember it, though, on the game as they remembered on the GameCube? Because I seem to recall it ran. Well, then again, the Wii U version sixty frames, and so was the GameCube version. But yeah, I, well, that's that's why NERD, NERD, the wizards who did uh, the emulation for the NES Classic, which is light years beyond what Wii U <laughs> NES emulation was. Um, I mean, they're the, they're the people doing Virtual Console for the Switch, if the rumors are to be believed. Which I think makes a hell of a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah these guys are. Yeah. Yeah, and they've and they've done a lot of technology work. So if anybody would know how yeah. to get this, how to get everything running just per picture perfect on a new system, it'd be it'd be either those guys are M two and well Sega's M two. So. Yeah. Although hey, M two did the Game Boy Three D classics. Aren't we getting another round of those? Uh, only like yeah. There's another. Oh yeah, there's a there's a new collection coming out in Japan soon, but I think yeah. it's just rolling up the uh, the last ones I didn't get in the last collection. And I think there's two new. I think Thunder Zone three is one of them, and God, is it like they, I forget. I forget what the other one is. They, they got yeah, they got a couple of the because they Sega just bought uh, the rights to the Technosoft stuff, which was a huge Genesis developer back in the yeah. day. Hmm. Oh, I, I, I hope to call Greg Seward to find out what's going on. Till the heat death of the universe. I hope they keep on doing that. Yes, I would like Vector Man 3D. That'd be really cool. Kick yeah. Chameleon 3D is what I want. Yeah. I played Kick Chameleon a lot as a kid. Yeah, but Sega would have. I mean, honestly, I because with stuff like Mar- Metroid Prime, where you have the trilogy on on the Wii U or possibly on the on the Switch. Same with Wind Waker. There's a newer, better version of that game, at least. Yeah. Aside from the fact that it makes me seasick to play Wind Waker HD. That's how good good a job they did (laughs) with the realism on the water. Um, I mean, Skies of Arcadia Legends, Paper Mario, and... Soul Calibur. That's the thing. I mean, if you want to hear more about the GameCube, you can listen to a podcast on NintendoWorldReport.com called Cube Fight. Andy yeah, Gergen so and I, uh, we, we pit GameCube games against each other to the death, bro. So where is it's that latest show. episode, by the way? Um, I mean, there's one that... Oh, Andy was supposed to post it and went out to patrons. <laughs> so go to patreon.com slash NWR and you can get the most recent episode. <laughs> if if uh, $2 or more a month. Sorry. What, what are the two games you uh, pitted against each other? Well, this one, actually, it's the, it's the related telethon episode finally went up. Uh, oh, okay. Where we were joined by Dan Bloodworth, and we talked about Star Fox Adventures and Animal Crossing. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm about halfway through editing Mario Party Four versus Metroid Prime. I wonder what'll win. That's Wait, tough. Mario, Mario Party Four has got that in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Maybe if it uh, were Mario Party Two. Metroid Prime, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like you of all people, <laughs> come on. <laughs> but we also talk a little bit about Cubivore, but then we kind of DQ'd Cubivore because, like, I feel like if we allow Cubivore, then we need to talk about Doshin the Giant, and I don't really have an easy means of playing Doshin the Giant. You would also time. have to play uh, Space Station Silicon or Valley or whatever it's called. That no, came out in 1964. Oh fuck! That's not even by Nintendo. Isn't it like yeah. that's that's, a, that's like Rockstar? Design now Rockstar. I didn't know that. Yeah, except Atlas published it in North America. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was kind of our stipulation. Was that like Nintendo didn't even publish it in North America, and we've kind of been focusing on just Nintendo published games. But anyway. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, what was but, that? Is, is that it for the Switch rumor Palooza? Uh, yeah, and I just say this isn't the wor- this isn't the scariest virtual console news of the week because Metroid Other M's coming out tomorrow. I said I, on Twitter the other day that I really like Metroid Other M except for the story, the cutscenes, the voice acting, the pixel hunts, and the linearity. But everything else, oh, and the uh, the turret-like missile launching, but everything else is great. I would say I would agree with you on that, except for the linearity didn't bother me that much. And I think the the missile thing is suboptimal, but not bad. I like Luckily, the feeling of movement in that game a lot. 
Like, I, I like it, it sucks because I think that Metroid Other M had a lot of good things about it, but the bad things about it just overwhelmed it. Yes. And even even though like I beat that game and enjoyed it, um, like I would if I if I were if I would have reviewed that game back in the day, like it probably would have been positive. It probably would have been similar to like my Star Fox Zero review, where it's something where it's like, well, there's issues, but it's still really fun. Yeah. I figured out what happened to Audacity. My cat stepped on the keyboard and closed it. <laughs> Zach, close the door. I'm in the kitchen, dude. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> hey, and then if you want something good on Virtual Console tomorrow, Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon and Demon's Crest are coming out. Shadow Dragon on Wii U, Demon's Crest on 3DS. Yeah, Demon, Demon's Crest I think I'm going to pick up on 3DS yeah. for sure. It's probably better um, on a portable. It really is. Yeah. That game yeah, so is. I played yeah. Gargoyles Quest and Gargoyles Quest Two. Gargoyles Quest. Yeah, Gargoyles you have the whole. Games are better than Demon's Crest. I'm just gonna. Yeah. Say. I mean, I've, I've hey, played. you get the whole. As uh, when Jeremy Parrish pointed out on Twitter, just after I posted that, uh, you get to have the whole system on one console. Yeah. For the first time ever. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Or the whole series on one console. Series, so yeah. there you go. Someone right. else. So some, there, there was that there was that nonsense see. rumor that apparently Koei Tecmo wanted to do a Star Fox Warriors. There's enough characters that they I probably in, made it happen. I, I was in favor of that until I figured out how much Crystal would be involved. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if I'd like that. Like, because Hyrule Warriors is like it's a very special thing where it's just like my. My love of everything Zelda mixed with, like, the joy of just, like, playing a mindless, fun game. Like, like that, that's, I feel like that's a perfect storm. Because I've tried playing other Warriors games, even, like, Dragon Quest Heroes. And, like, well, I think Dragon Quest Heroes might be a more interesting game than Hyrule Warriors. It just, like, the nostalgia doesn't hit me as hard as, like, you know, playing as, as Midna and hookshotting the moon. Like, right? like that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like every every like minute in Hyrule Warriors, you're like, oh, like like the ridiculous becomes the normal. Where it's just like, oh yeah, like the 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 what is it like Luna or whatever? She's like, oh yeah, it's Lana. Lana. Yeah, she's just like she uses her Deku staff, and there's a Deku tree just out of nowhere. Like that's a normal attack. Yeah, the thing about Star Fox is that it doesn't have the you know universe to support. Yeah. The kind of fanboyism that Hyrule Warriors is all about. This is very true. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I would, I, I, I would oh, welcome Koei Tecmo to try to like do something with, do a, do a Musou game with another Nintendo franchise. Like it's the, crossing. like I don't even care. Just do it. Like it'd be ridiculous. <laughs> no, really, I think really if, put them on the Crossing GTA game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Fire Emblem Muso, you know it's coming. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's like one of those things that like, I feel like it's too logical that they shouldn't do it. <laughs> do an Advance Wars Muso. Like, that, that would be, you guys that would have be been, interesting. You guys have been waiting for a new Advance Wars? Well, Here. this isn't that. <laughs> I, mean, if, I mean, they're more than happy to turn strategy games into Muso games nowadays. Look at the next Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I forgot that it was even happening. <laughs> Maybe that Tank Wars game will be a Musou game with tanks. Oh, yeah, that's coming out in like a week in Japan. Oh, really? Holy shit. But, that, that yeah, they've I, got like three, what, they got three weeks left to put that out in North America to make yeah. the 26th. I, I, I have a feeling it's going to be like a random... Um, I'm looking, I know the Thursday. Well, actually, technically, it's not, okay, it's winter, winter in North America, 2017 in Europe. Is it is it going to take the also this week spot in the uh, downloads article? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I know I know <laughs> a release date got announced for it in Japan, but I, I can't. Yeah, it's like ne- I think it's like next week. Is that drunk? Like, did did this not happen? <laughs> I googled Tank Troopers release date and nothing's coming up. Okay, gets a release date in Japan. Hold on. Uh, December twenty first. So yeah, we got two weeks until Tank Troopers comes out. Yeah, so I guess that would be winter 2016 technically because that'd be the first day of winter. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, I, I guess what it, it doesn't have to come out this year in North America for them to like be truthful. Yeah. All right. All right. So, I, I would. I kind of expect it to come out before the end of the year here, but yeah, who knows? Yeah, maybe it gets that Minecraft slot, the last big release of the year next yeah. week. There you go. I mean, big, like really, like I hope Tank Trooper's cool, but I yeah, <laughs> we still like what, I'm really stretching with that. There's characters that you play as. You're in a tank. <laughs> like, that's all we know about it. All right. But something we do know that is coming next week is uh, uh, Niantic announcing today that Pokemon Go is getting another round of Pokemon starting with more details to come on Monday. And at least one of the recent updates for that game had second generation Pokemon in it. So you're. So- so do we but think that this is second gen, or would this be legendaries? Uh, well, I mean, they're in there, and that would be a good... I mean, it would be a good way to spike the game right before the holidays. But wouldn't legendaries also do that, too? Yeah, haven't they not finished the Pokedex yet? That's, I, I, I must confess, because of my work, work environment, I don't have a reason to play Pokemon Go all that much, so I... I'm honestly not sure, but yeah, my I mean, well, yeah, I mean, the, the legendaries have not been officially released at all. They just released Ditto like two weeks ago, right? Um, so, so yeah, I mean, like I second gen seems more logical, but they they haven't done anything with the legendaries, and it'd be kind of weird to be like, oh, now you can get a hundred new Pokemon. Still, there's five that you can't get, right? Yeah, I'll, I mean, I, I'm kind of a I'm a I'm a lapsed player right now. I was an active player, but then I lapsed like a week or two ago. I will, I will assuredly check this out next Monday when they like reveal stuff. There you go. Yeah, and and they and since Christmas is coming, they need to get Delibird out there. So, <laughs> might as well just drop them, drop them in the update randomly, and hope nobody notices. Yeah. All right. So, couple just a couple of things we've been playing here since I've been doing basically still doing nothing but Pokemon pretty much for the last <laughs> couple of weeks. I think we're all sick of hearing about that. Uh, Neil, you've got a couple of Dragon games, I think. Well, okay, so I uh, we have a review of Dragon Ball Fusions up on the site from Brian Rose. Uh, you can go read that on NintendoWorldReport.com. You can also read my upcoming review, which I submitted yesterday uh, in the next issue of Nintendo Force Magazine, uh, which, oh. which I can do here and there. Uh, I I think that Dragon Ball Fusions is the absolute dopiest fucking game I've played all year. <laughs> I guess no, yeah. no, it's that and Project Cross Zone Two are both very very go. dopey games. So the the hook for Dragon Ball Fusions is that like you create an avatar, which that's kind of cool because like you can pick a human character. I'm I was a Namek, like the Piccolo race. You can be in like an out an Outlander or Outworld. Uh, I don't know. I forget the terms. I'm not. I, I like watched Dragon Ball a lot when I was like 12, uh, so I have like innate memories from that that came back when I played this game. Uh, so you're you create your own avatar, and then you and your friend get the Dragon Balls, and then you you get like Shenrong shows up. You're like, all right, I wanna I wanna I I wish to have a tournament where we find out who's strongest. And then Shenrong's just like, what? what? Okay. And you're like, what happened? And then you wind up in this world where it just like takes everybody from the Dragon Ball universe like through time and space and just puts them all in the same spot. And you do this kind of like weird... Re- like you, you do flow like... You, you do basically like play th- through the flow of Dragon Ball Z. So like you start off and you're fighting... Uh, like you run into like... Um, what is it? Nappa and Raditz. Uh, and like they're like, why the hell are we here? And then you fight them, and then like you 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 know fight Frieza on the next one, and it's just then Cell and so on and so forth. And you recruit characters. The combat is a five on five turn based strategy, where you have uh, sometimes it can be a square, usually it's a it's a circle that you can move around, or uh, like you'll have a character's turn, and then you basically pick an enemy to an attack, and then they'll move towards them. Or, or stay in their spot depending on the move. And then you have to like attack them. You can attack them from different angles and like kind of ping pong them around the, uh, like, uh, around the playing field. And the combat's pretty fun. It takes a little long in each battle, but uh, 
it, it's 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 fun in small doses. Unfortunately, that's kind of like all you do in the game. There's some overworld stuff, but the overworld is just a lot of like flying from point A to point B, and it's not that fun. Oh. But like the, the the concept of the game and how ridiculous it is, and I haven't even gotten to all the stupid fusions that are in this game, hence the name. So like you have, for example, Nappa and Raditz fused together to make gnats. Um, and there's just like, and later on you kind of like, it's almost like you're like mating the characters to create a stronger character and you need to like have the, you know, have a prereq to be able to like fuse Yamcha with, with Chao Zhu and everything. Um, it's, it's, it's weird. And you can like recruit all these different characters through time. So like you can have kid Goku, you can have adult Goku. Um, yeah. I think that's all I got to say about Dragon Ball Fusions. It's 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 a really cool concept that I think wear, wears out its welcome over the course of the game. Yeah. So just I, like, I, I mean just just like Project Cross Zone. Yeah. yeah. I mean actually I don't know like Project yeah Project Cross Zone two does do that, but I think that Project Cross Zone's two hook is way stronger than Dragon Ball Fusions. Okay. So I guess what I'm saying, uh, go get Project Cross Zone two. <laughs> It's been like thirteen bucks on Amazon. Yeah, you it's got really cheap. Away. It's 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 we're like just like get some beer, have a weekend, <laughs> get Project Cross Zone too, and then like after that weekend, throw out the game. <laughs> Put it in the garbage. But like that weekend, you'll you'll remember that weekend. It was really yep. fun. Yeah. So the the other game I've been playing, and that ties into uh, something we're going to record after this. That is technically embargoed until tomorrow about a, a certain January 3DS release. Um, I went back and finally played... I'm, I'm finally playing Dragon Quest Seven. So... Oh, nice. uh, like, I, I bought this on launch, but I was in the middle... Like, I think I reviewed uh, Shimigama Tensei 4 and then Yokai Watch 2. Uh, yep. Kind of like back-to-back. And by the time... But I got to the end of Yokai Watch 2... Which like uh, that that game was a, a marathon that I did not enjoy as much, uh, and then I was like, all right, I'll play some Dragon Quest Seven. And like after that run of RPGs that I went through, the <laughs> slow pace of Dragon Quest Seven was not jiving with me at all. Yeah. Uh, so I like put two hours into it and put it down. But then after um, the the demo that I went to, or the the, the virtual demo that I went to for Dragon Quest Eight, um, I uh, I picked up Dragon Quest Seven again. And I'm now like four hours in. Uh, I got like the second tablet. I'm in that area, and like that's kind of a nice, relaxing game. And I, I have a feeling I, I don't think I'm gonna put all the time into it and beat it. But I think it might be the kind of thing that I, like how I kind of played Bravely Default for a while, which was like I'd play a chapter, then put it down, and like months would pass. But I left it off in a spot that I could just pick it up and like have like ten minutes of like, okay, yeah, that's combat. This is what I got to do. And then go back into it, and that's how I played Bravely Default. I basically played it a chapter at a time, like once every other month. Nice. And I'm feeling that's probably what I'll do with Dragon Quest Seven. Is I'll like get to it where like, all right, I have this tablet. All right, like I have the fragments for this tablet. So so like I'll save here, and then come back to it a little later. Yeah. Um, but I've I've been enjoying it. Did did either of you wind up playing Dragon Quest Seven at all? I'm I'm about I, I put a couple of weekends into it. It's just uh. It, I don't. I don't know why it fell off for me. I still want to go back and play some more of it before uh, the end of the year, in case I have to lock in some some selections for some awards. But I. I just. I, I think I just got got caught up with other other games and had to come back to it later on. I, I'm still in the guide that Nintendo put on the website, though. So at the very least, I have so, I'll have some ideas to where the heck. Yeah, to go. actually, I've been I've been using that guide just as kind of like a, a pointer. Um, if like, like there was actually one part pretty early on that I like, I was like, wait, what the hell do I do? And then I just had like this, the sentences are all like so nice and vague. So they don't really spoil or ruin anything. It's just kind of like, go to the item shop. Like, it's not like go to the item shop, talk to this person. They'll tell you this. Yeah. It's, it's a more of like a to-do list and not like a description of what's happening. Like I I actually kind of like that. Yeah. The the old spoiler free walkthroughs you used to see on game facts all the time. Yep. So yeah, that's that's what I got. All right, and finally, Zach, you have something very rare that you had the opportunity to play a bit early, thanks to being a Kickstarter backer. You have something that will actually come out on a Wii U disc. 
Yes, it will come. I don't know when it's coming out on a disc, but it's coming to digital shops on the 20th. Uh, that is Shantae Half Genie Hero, which I have played through all the way on Steam. Uh, Backers got access to the full game on Steam. It's not a final build, but my version never crashed. Uh, and there were never any bugs. I think there was some missing music and some missing animations. Uh, but otherwise, it was it was the complete game, and it was very good. I wasn't it wasn't as good as Pirate's Curse, but that's a high bar to clear for me. Uh, but it's it's very much like Ducktales and Pirate's Curse in that every every level in the game is its own story. So there's a larger story you're trying to, you know, you're going through uh, trying to track down risky boots, but every level has its own little, it's an, it's an episodic game. Um, and it's very funny. Uh, the writing's good. The music's amazing. Um, it's very pretty. The, the animation's wonderful. Um, I guess my problem is the last two levels of the game before Risky's Hideout feel really underserved by comparison to the early levels. And Pirate's Curse, honestly, was a little bit like that, too. Uh, did either of you beat Pirate's Curse? Yeah. I enjoyed it a I, lot. Yeah. I, I have all the Shantae games, but I've honestly never played them. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, at the end of Pirate's Curse, the last two levels, the snow level and the mud bog level like you don't have to go back and revisit them very much once you have all the powers uh and it's the same way in this game like the first three levels in uh this game you revisit a lot and you find a lot of stuff uh so you have a lot of reason to go back but the last two levels you're like well there's two things in here it's just a weird balance issue. I wish they'd spread stuff out far better. And and this isn't like a Mega Man game where you can play the levels in any order. So it's not like you no. could take this in a different way and come and have to deal with it later. No, um, you you just like Pirates Curse, you find maps to the next level once you've cleared a level. Uh, but it's I mean that's a minor complaint. It's a wonderful game. The final boss is like the the. Such a wonderful homage to to the series that the Shantae games have come to imitate. Let's say that. Cool. All right. Yeah, but it's a great game. Um, I'm actually playing through the speed run now, uh, speed run mode, which is not as uh, it, it is not as. <laughs> <coughs> Not as speedrunny as as the pirate mode in in Pirates Curse, but it's it's close to it. And I think once you there there there's an option for another character playthrough once you seemingly beat the speedrun mode. Uh, there's a a shadowy character, so I'm hoping. Uh, I think I know who it is, but that'll be interesting. It's that unlocks. Yeah, I've I've got the I've got this one on pre-order for the physical version, which uh, that's probably going to end up falling into next year at this point, because yeah. Xseed is distributing yeah. this, and they've put some games out real close to Christmas before, but I don't think this one's making it this year, at least for the disc copies. Yeah, I doubt it. But yeah, I mean, it, it should be out. The ba backers should be getting their codes prior to the um, 20th, but uh, the game should go on sale for everybody, I believe, on December 20th. And it's nice to see a long, a long-running Kickstarter game that looks like it's actually going to come out pretty well. Yeah, because oh, it's been dude, it's been delayed quite, quite a last bit. Last night, last night I went to Target on a whim, and I bought Mighty Number no. Nine for ten bucks. Oh, you asshole! And I sat down with it, and I said, that... Isn't it "Interesting that I got Mighty Number no. Nine tonight because I just played through Shantae. So let's pop in Mighty Number no. Nine, and holy shit, that looks awful! It looks like a terrible PS2 game." <laughs> Uh. <laughs> and the voice acting, the voice acting is. This is awful. on you, man. You didn't have to get that game. I didn't have to get that game, but 
He, he's oh. not alone, Neil. I bought it for the same price on Wii U. I instantly regretted it. And the, the, the best part to me is the front of the box says it includes a digital copy for PS3 and Vita. The Vita version is not even out yet. The Vita version ain't never coming out, Zach. <laughs> it's also coming out for 3DS. Oh, my God. Allegedly. Yeah. The sad thing is the 3DS might be the platform where that art style actually looks good. Because yeah, <laughs> it does not look good in HD. And the 3DS is about, a power, about as powerful as a PS2, so let's give it a PS2 game. <laughs> although, I, although, although, from what I've heard about who's doing the port for that game, um, maybe we'd be better off if they just took it out back and shot it. <laughs> I mean, oh. I think they did that. Like, it's been months. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Yeah, so that's, I guess that'll do it for this week. Uh, thank you very much for watching. And uh, I don't know what's going to be happening next week because you, you thought this week was pretty slow for news. Next week's going to be even worse. Well, ah, we'll and then it's going to be Super quick. Mario Run. Ooh, that's right. We will. And yeah. and, and Reggie's going to be on Fallon tonight if you want to put up with that. And, yeah. and we have that. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a Miyamoto is going to be in an Apple store in New York. I, I might be going to that. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think we'll get any like groundbreaking news on it, but it might be might be like some some fun information and and more details about what exactly that game is, which I think we have a pretty good handle on what it is. I'm, you know, as we get more, I mean, we're we're ostensibly a week away from Super Mario Run. I'm pretty excited. Like, I forgot that, about it honestly. That 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 looks like fun. Like it might not be something I'm like playing for for weeks on end, and it might be like Project Cross Zone too. It might be like this awesome weekend, and I'm like, well, I can throw out this iPhone now because <laughs> <laughs> I will be. I will be full disclosure. Uh, I don't own an iPhone. I own a I own a Nexus Five, but uh, my wife recently upgraded her iPhone, so I'm going to oh. be playing this on her like iPhone 4s. I know I checked the. It, it's it's on the lower end of what. Uh, Super Mario Run should work on, so it might not be an ideal way to play it. But I still, I like, I really want to play this game. Yeah, yeah. I might. I'm I'm going to see my parents next weekend for Christmas, and I might hijack my dad's iPad and see if it can run uh, Super Mario Run. See how that controls on a tablet. Yeah, like oh, I mean, but it's can't imagine. But... Laura yeah, Croft probably on a tablet. It's even better on a Vita, except it runs like. Anyway, that's what I've heard. That's weird. Yeah, that it, well, a lot of a lot of developers are finding they're having trouble getting Vita games to run properly, especially if they're coming from the PS4, uh, because there's a lot of work involved in getting that to parity. And I think I think Cosmic Star Heroin, which is still in development, probably coming out next year, sometime. That's one of the few games I can think of where the developer is putting explicit effort into making sure that it runs at 60, just like oh. the, the PS4 PC versions. Yeah, that game looks great. I don't know what yeah. that is. That is a uh, it's a Sega CD style uh, RPG. Oh, cool! Set in space. Oh. So, I, I disclaimer: I back that star. game. Yeah, I mean, also, also, I guess disclaimer: uh, uh, Zach and I both backed Shantae. I just did it at a much lower level. I did <laughs> like an early bird special where it was like, give us 13 bucks and you'll you'll get our game a little cheaper. Oh, you know what? There's an art gallery in Shantae where our own Andrew Brown submitted some art and ah, it's cool. a nice. And he's very clearly in the like the top three uh, pieces of art for in fan art. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. You know. All right. Well, we'll have more on Mario Run and other things next week. Maybe Alex will be back, and we'll. It'll probably be early in the week because, like I said, at the end of the week, I'm out of here. Oh, we'll figure that out. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure that out next <laughs> week. But to come to it. Yeah. So, uh, if you so you can find us at NintendoWorldReport.com. Obviously, you probably follow the link from there. Uh, we have some. We have more videos on this channel. YouTube.com/slash N-I-N-W-R-T-V? Uh, yes, NINWRTV. 
Yeah, including um, the very also, including the very long, very long Zelda deep dive with Neil and John yes. Reardon. Yeah, yeah. And I, I stand by what I said in that video. <laughs> I'll leave it at we, that. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, support us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash NWR. Yeah. Uh, your support helps us uh, keep the lights on um, and like make sure we can still have a website, still do things. And, and um, gives us. And if you support high enough, we'll Mystery Science Theater 3000 the Game Awards with you. Yeah, I mean, I guess, sure. <laughs> I mean, we did that. Yeah, yeah, for our, for our $25 and higher tier... Uh, we we do patron game nights, uh, but we wound up just talking during the game awards, which is more fun than I thought it would be. Like, that was a good time. <laughs> Did you all give Jeff a hard time when he was weeping on stage? I I, I was too busy uh, weeping at the Zelda trailer. <laughs> I think during that <laughs> but, I was like, yeah. I was pouring over the Zelda trailer because I was recording the deep dive later that night with John, uh-huh. um, and I'm just like, is he still going on about Kojima? Like, really? Yep. This is still happening. Like, we all this thing, that that's that almost got to the point you got you would have gotten thrown off Twitch though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and thanks to one of our patrons, I almost have a full Pokedex now. So. Oh yeah, did you guys do that during that? <laughs> yeah, we were we spent about an hour swapping Pokemon back and forth just <laughs> to do trade. By the way, the multi. The, Pokemon Sun and Moon, great game. Multiplayer, pain in the ass. Oh, that's, that's all I'll say. Yeah. But uh, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, I am at Donald Mick, D-O-N-A-L-D-M-I-C-K. I have another show, NFR at NFR Podcast, Nintendo Free Radio, the uh, unofficial podcast of the NWR forums. Neil is on Twitter at Enron10, and Zach is ZMiller1902. Chief! That's all. That's all for tonight. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll see you probably tomorrow with some Dragon Quest talk. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.